Well, 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 welcome to your favorite Thursday podcast. I'm Nick Mitchell. And I'm Scott Tedford Barnes. And you are listening to Legends of Sportsball, an educational celebration of useless jock knowledge. Thank you for joining us. We have a very special episode today, don't we, Scotty? Jabroni's on the special. Jabroni's only the episode, yeah. Uh, is it Jabroni History Month? Jabroni History Month. In the books. In addition to uh, Jabroni History Month, today is also... International Stout Day. Stout? Yeah, I like stout beers, I guess. Oh, oh, okay. I like stout beers. They're all right. I mean, like, you know, I thought you meant like stout, like stout people. Like <laughs> short and stout. I don't know. I was like, okay. Are there any good NA stouts? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think. I think uh, it's called chocolate milk. I think, yeah, it's called Yoohoo. It's mostly <laughs> it's sugar and water. <laughs> Yeah, like, what would be the point? There's already plenty of options. Uh, what about, it's also National Sandwich Day. Because, sandwich Day. Because I know how much you like when we do the food-related ones. Yeah, have a stout, have a sandwich, listen to our show. What's your favorite sandwich? What's my favorite sandwich? I don't know, club sandwich, just so I can make jokes like Mitch Hedberg. Nice. All right, so uh, as Scotty mentioned, it is Jabroni History Month, so we've got some special things in order. But we'll start with a scoreboard stumper as usual. We've got uh, two flex seals of the week. We've got two jabronis in the house. We've got our Hall of Fame inductee jabroni edition, Jason Williams. Jason we'll get our scoreboard stumper answer. We'll do our all NBA jabroni team. Yeah. First annual. Uh, we'll go to church and we've got a couple shampoos and we'll send you on our merry little way. So. Without further ado, hit me with that scoreboard, Stumper Scotty. All right. Uh, NBA has started up, as we have noted. The Lakers finally won. What are they, one in five? Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> or something like that. Like <laughs> who's, paying, who's even paying attention anymore? Just don't pass the ball to Who us. This shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, who, has, who has the record for the most offensive rebounds in NBA history? Ooh. Ooh, not just rebounds. Is it Dennis Rodman, the Chief Robert Parrish, or Moses Malone? Man, Moses Malone played for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But Dennis Rodman was just a machine. I'm going to go with Dennis Rodman. All right. He All is right. a jabroni. He is a jabroni, so that would work. <laughs> he made sure that even the wrong answers fit the criteria because they're all pretty much jabronis there. Uh, so we'll get that stumper answer after the Hall of Fame inductee. Uh, moving on to Flex Seals of the Week. Hi, Phil Swift here for Flex Tape, the super strong waterproof tape. That can instantly patch Bond, seal, and repair. All right, first Flex Seal of the Week. Um, like we said, we have a double Flex Seal this week. Buy one, get one free. Yeah, the, it's call now. The Jabroni History Month special. And we will double your order for the price of one on Flex Seals this week. <laughs> it's extra flexy. We're <laughs> <laughs> getting super flexy with it. <laughs> Check out this Flex. Love me flexy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, first up is newly acquired Bears wide receiver Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool. He really? was jabbernized earlier this uh, season because he claimed to be the number three wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah, and he got, taking, got, he got caught taking PEDs last season. 
Yeah, he's an interesting fellow. He did throw a touchdown pass. Yeah, he has thrown a touchdown pass this year. So that puts him on the same level as like Bailey Zappi, at least. But he's trying to play wide receiver. We'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, our next flex seal of the week is Steve Nash. Uh, it seemed like a total PR move to fire him. That's why they came out and said that it was a mutual agreement. I mean, it's got to be mutual. Of course he wanted to leave. He just dealt with so much crap between uh, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant and, and uh, James a, Harden. A fluctuating third third player, you yeah. know, at all times. There's always, a, like, another guy in the shadows behind that, those two. And then they started two and five. Um, yeah. And the funny thing is that now the Nets are looking at Ime Yudoka, who's been yeah. su- who's been suspended by the Celtics for. We've uh, talked about several weeks on this program. Yeah, who's who's already in trouble on on his own. Yes, <laughs> in his own right. Okay, uh, which leads perfectly into notable jabronis. The leaves fall as do jabronis. First up, Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Uh, after everyone else jumped off the Kanye bandwagon, Kyrie Irving is still promoting anti-Semitic films. Doubling down. Double, the old double down. The old double down. Kyrie Irving, of course, being a genius. Free thinker. Yeah, real free thinker. Kyrie Irving does his own research. He eats his own fish sticks. So right now, can we, can, <laughs> he, he is a gay fish. Um... So Kyrie Irving is still promoting a film that's quite quite anti-Semitic, has a lot of anti-Semitic tropes in it. The, the film is called Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up Black America. Um, it's based on a book. And um, the even the owner of the Nets tweeted out, he said, I'm, I'm disappointed that Kyrie appears to support a film based on a book full of anti-Semitic disinformation. I want to sit down and make sure he understands this is hurtful to all of us. And as a man of faith, it is wrong to promote hate based on race, ethnicity, or religion. So it's like your own owner is like calling you out straight up on Twitter, bro. Just, just shut up. Yikes. <laughs> all right, next up we've got... NFL wide receiver DJ Moore. DJ, he's been they've he's been connected to possible trades with the Packers and stuff with the trade deadline, but nothing went down. Nothing went down, as far as we know. However, in the game on Sunday, um, he scored what appeared to be the game-winning touchdown with under five seconds left um, to win the game. It was like a. 60-yard pass in the air from our homeboy P.J. Walker, who got a full-size candy bar last week. Yeah, it looks like it's a Hail Mary, but you realize it's not. It's like this is directed at him like, Yeah, he's perfectly. just screaming down the field. It was a, down. The pass is incredible. Right on, and Moore caught it, and right after he caught it, he took his helmet off and got a 15-yard penalty that uh, pushed back the extra point kicker. So the extra point was no good because he was pushed back and it was a harder. It's a forty-eight yarder. Forty-eight <laughs> yarder. So then, so then the game went up. Extra, extra innings in the NFL is called <laughs> overtime, and they lost the game there. They lost the game in overtime. Uh, they actually had a second chance in overtime. Their field goal kicker got a chance to kick a thirty-three yard field goal. Yeah, and missed that. 
Maybe he's trying to make DJ Moore feel better. He's like, look, man, I would have missed it anyway. <laughs> I missed 33 yards. Kickers are important. Someone made an interesting point online earlier that the helmet rule is only when you're on the field, and DJ Moore appeared to be completely off the field when he took his yeah, helmet. Yeah, I've seen people take off their helmet and get away with it just because they're like Aaron Donald or Tom Brady. <laughs> um, playing by a different set of rules. Right. Even for us, though, DJ Moore, Jabroni. Jabroni. <laughs> All right, moving on to our Hall of Fame inductee, Jason Williams. Jason Williams was born February 22nd, 1968, in Ritter, South Carolina, to EJ and Barbara Williams. The Williams family moved to Brooklyn, New York, when Jason was 12, and he attended Christ the King Regional High School. Williams would then go on to play basketball at St. John's University and played three seasons under Hall of Fame coach Lou Carnaseca. After three years in college, Jason entered the 1990 NBA draft and was sent, selected 21st overall by the Phoenix Suns, who then traded him to the Philadelphia 76ers. Williams spent the first two years of his career getting... Ugh. Williams spent the first two years of his career getting to know an NBA bench and playing sparingly before being traded to the New Jersey Nets in 1992. Unfortunately, Jason would only receive 12 starts in his first three years with the Nets Ouch. before finally getting a starting role in the 96-97 season. The following year, Williams set a franchise record with 17 offensive rebounds in one game in a win over the Pacers. That year, he led the league in offensive rebounds and offensive rebounding percentage. Nice. Stumper's reference. Yep. Williams' career came to a screeching halt on April 1st, 1999, after he broke his right leg in a collision with teammate Stefan Marbury. Yep. The following day, Williams had a plate and five screws inserted into his leg. He'd sit out the entire 99-2000 season and would officially retire in June of 2000, finishing with 3,472 points, 3,584 rebounds, and 301 blocks during his pro career. This is when things get weird. On Valentine's Day, 2002, Williams's limousine driver, Costas Gus Christoffi, was shot and killed at Williams's estate in New Jersey. Gus had been hired to drive friends of Williams to the 30,000-square-foot mansion, where Williams then showed a 12-gauge shotgun to his friends. Having failed to check the gun's safety and reportedly playing with it, Gus was shot and died on sight. Williams then wiped down the gun and placed it in the chauffeur's hands, stripped it off his own clothes, and jumped into his pool. Williams's lawyers maintained that the shooting was an accident and his actions after the shooting were purely out of panic. Williams made a tearful apology and paid the Christoffi family more than $2 million in 2003 to settle a wrongful death lawsuit. Jesus. Williams was convicted on four counts of trying to cover up the crime, and in January of 2010, he pled guilty to aggravated assault and would serve two years of a five-year sentence. Prior to serving his sentence, Williams was arrested in May of 2009 for punching a man in the face at a bar in North Carolina. <laughs> and in April of 2009, Williams was stunned with a taser in New York Hotel after becoming suicidal and violent while noticeably intoxicated. In fact, six days before pleading guilty to aggravated assault, <laughs> Jason got a DUI after crashing his Mercedes into a tree in Manhattan. How do you hit a tree in Manhattan? <laughs> <laughs> 
Jason released a book in 2001 entitled Loose Balls. <laughs> now that part has to be a joke. And while it was meant to be a humorous memoir about his time in the NBA, the book illuminated nine separate incidents in which Williams played with guns during his career. Yeah, one, in one of them, he actually pointed an unloaded gun at Manute Bull's uncle's chest. Jesus. Since serving time in prison, Williams founded the Rebound Institute in Florida, an addiction rehabilitation program. In October of 2022, St. John's University announced intentions to induct Williams into their Athletics Hall of Fame. His daughters, Wisdom and Triumph Williams, have denounced St. John's decision. They both wrote open letters to the university, citing that he was verbally and emotionally abusive and showed zero remorse for his actions. Wisdom was once trapped in a trash chute by her father, and she wrote a poem about him and dedicated it, quote, to the weakest man I know, Jason. St. John's plans to go ahead with the induction, but Williams left quite the mark on the Christoffi family, his own family, in the image of NBA players. And for that, he is a jabroni. Truly a jabroni. Truly. Yeah, wow. What, um... I don't remember that. Like, he just... What? Like... He tried to jick... He tried to dick Cheney on that dude? <laughs> yeah, he did. That's a good <laughs> reference. He, like... And then St. John's like, yeah, he might have been a piece of shit, but um, we're still going to let him into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's, you know, probably to do with the Rehab Institute and St. John's looks like, you know, like, oh, you know, it's all about redemption. But it's like, well, dude. <laughs> Ugh. All right. Well, Jason Williams, truly a jabroni. Um, in a true truly jabroni history month NBA edition fashion. Let me get that scoreboard stumper answer. All right. I wanted to know who has the record for the most offensive rebounds in NBA history. Is it the worm, Dennis Rodman, the chief, Robert Parrish, or Moses Malone? And I said, Dennis the worm Rodman. This is insane. Okay. Dennis Rodman has 4,329 career offensive rebounds, just offensive rebounds. Moses Malone has 6,731. <laughs> he played forever. That's crazy. That is so many. The chief, Robert Parrish, has 4,598. And Buck Williams has 4,526. Wow. Incredible. Incredible. Okay. Moving on. More NBA. We've got the all-NBA jabroni team. Let's get on to it. Let's do it. Yeah, I was really looking forward to this month so we could do some of this business. So start with the NBA this this week. Um, the All-NBA Jabroni team is coached by Ime Udoka. Uh, in case you missed some of our previous episodes, he's had some issues with members of his staff, namely one female member who he had... Um, an affair with an affair with uh they were sexting they were sexting it was <laughs> it was also prohibited by the franchise there's like so there's many ethical issues involved yeah he i mean he, he might you know come back and coach for the nets because you know the thing happened with the celtics and and clearly the nets have no moral compass and like to enable people who are insane yeah i mean maybe the, <laughs> maybe the nets will just become the all jabroni team yeah we'll just call them the 
I don't. I can't. The Jabbernets. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, first up on the All Jabroni team, Kyrie Irving, who we've already spoke about today, but um, uh, yeah, Kyrie Irving of the Nets, flat earther. He's a flat earther, anti-vaxer, anti-common sense. <laughs> All, all around horrible individual. Dude can ball. Yes, he got LeBron a ring. <laughs> right. I like, to say that. <laughs> I like to say that. All right. Next up on the all NBA Jabroni team, LA Lakers. Russell Westbrook. Yeah, Westbrook. I mean, What's so up, dude? So far this year, he's already had an O for game. Like an O for twelve game. He got that ridiculous extension from the Lakers. Yeah. Um, this guy's making way too much money for rock bottom performances. It's just a shit show over there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the forwards on the All NBA Jabroni team. Small forward Anthony Edwards of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. He uh, said some anti LGBTQ comments. Uh, he's got some learning to do about his comments and definitely can't be throwing words that are. Squeamish like that around. <laughs> like you're an asshole, dude. <laughs> the all anti Semite team. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, moving on. Power forward. Draymond Green. The Golden State Warriors uh, punched his teammate. Hey, he's 1 0 um, as a boxer. A month ago. <laughs> um, he's back with the team, you know, doing business. But yeah, I mean. Draymond Green, for all the things he's accomplished, he has quite the reputation. Yeah, he just, you know, he's just, he's got to be that thorn all the time. He's an emotional fellow. And rounding out the starting five of the All-NBA Jabroni team is center Rudy Gobert, another Minnesota Timberwolf. Yeah, wow. He said, uh, if you if you don't remember, he said he could take Shaq. Said I, I could take Shaq. He couldn't even handle a Shaqaroni pizza. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, by the way, this episode's dedicated to Shaqaroni, the new <laughs> special at Papa John's. We decided to partake. <laughs> Cheers to Shaq, the Shaqaroni. <laughs> All right. That is your 2022 All NBA Jabroni team. Brought to you by Shaqaroni. Brought, brought to you by Shaqaroni Pizza. All right, moving on to church. First, we will start with a confessional. Um, We came up with our new segment for the Sportacular, the Halloween Sportacular last week. Uh, It was uh, our new version of shampoo called Full Size Candy Bars, where we handed out candy bars to players such as PJ Walker. And anyway... Uh, I was watching uh, Good Morning Football um, <clears throat> several days later and came to the realization that Good Morning Football, their Halloween edition, they have uh, they have a segment called Full Size Candy Bar where they hand <laughs> out candy bars <laughs> to players for their good NFL performance. So, yeah. God. We thought we had something good there. No, because we called ours That House Has Full-Size Candy Bars. And I would like to say that ours celebrate shampoos of the human spirit and athletic mind. Uh, (laughs) You can't just hand someone a full-size candy bar and be like, great performance, uh, good catch. You're splitting Twix there. You know, (laughs) 
I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm left sided. <laughs> <laughs> you just think like a right sider. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we confess to that mistake. We might have to retire full size candy bars. All right, moving on to thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers to the Zimmer family. Uh, close ties to Cincinnati uh, already. Uh, um, Adam Zimmer, uh, he passed away last night. He was a Bengals assistant at the time, and uh, he's a former Vikings assistant. He is a son of former Bengals defensive coordinator and former NFL head coach Mike Zimmer. Um, this is unexpected, cause of death unknown at the time, at this time. Um, so yeah, thoughts and prayers to the Zimmer family. Yeah, take care, Zims. Moving on to the lighter side of things, shampoo. Shampoo. All right, shampoo to the Phillies fan. This kiddo, uh, he made it onto the San Diego news, uh, flipping <laughs> the bird. It was a camera. It was right after the Padres lost to the the Phillies in the NLCS. <laughs> so for the so right when the Padres were eliminated. So it was to like make matters worse. You know, in the local, you know, in the ro- local reporters on the scene, and he's like, "Then that's it here from Padres Stadium or whatever." And he was pretty much giving his sign up, and it's like. 10 or 12 year old like Phillies no fan way he's that just old. comes out like out of like maybe 14 was he I, I thought, thought it looked like, like a 5 year old no he looked like oh, he might be 10 but he comes out of nowhere and just gives the fingers like straight to the camera right behind the the <laughs> Uh, in Phillies gear, it is the most Philadelphia F- Phillies thing possible for so like a ten-year-old to be flipping the bird on San Diego news. What a Philly thing! <laughs> so shampoo to you, Phillies fan. Yeah, congrats, man. Shampoo. All right. Also, shampoos to Justin Turner, winner of the 2022 Roberto Clemente Award. Shampoo. Congrats! It is an honor to win that award. It's not- It's always notable. Always notable. I mean, shampoo to you, Justin, for the good you do. Don't forget to subscribe to our weekly podcast and check out our other episodes available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and more. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Legends of Sportsball. You can also find us on Twitter at L Sportsball. That's at the letter L Sportsball. Make sure to become a member of our Facebook group, The Best Immersive Sports Twitter, a subsidiary of Trampbook, to join the conversation and revel in sport in real time. Tune in Thursday, November 10th, as Jabroni History Month continues, and we induct John Rocker. Thank you once again for listening to Legends of Sportsball. May the sports be with you. Always.